0: Please welcome to the show my next guest. She is a actor, a producer, a director, a writer, the creator, co-creator of Avocado Toast. Please welcome Perry Voss.
1: thanks for having me thanks so much (laughs) for
0: joining me today Um, we were talking uh, before we started uh recording um how how has uh how has your covid 19 (laughs) self-isolation been
1: oh man well it's it's funny we were we were having an interview the other day and we were saying how interesting it is that because we've been prepping for launch it's like it hasn't stopped for us like it's been very full on. Um so yeah we're just we're we've been working our butts off and um everyone else you know that we're messaging they're like so bored or they, you know they're they're running out of things to do or they're writing a novel or you know something crazy like that. Yeah. Um but yeah it's been it's been like kind of weird like i i feel like a little bit shut off from what's actually happening cuz we haven't had a a minute to think about it really yet so
0: Was it always going to launch later this month or did things sort of move up when this crisis hit us?
1: No, it was always set to launch sort of May, June. Um, and okay. OutTV, which is an incredible uh, partner of ours, um, we were going to launch in June, but then they were saying June is so busy for them because it's Pride Month. And, you know, okay. like everything happens in Pride Month, basically.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then as soon as Prides got cancelled, we had already decided to kind of launch just before pride so we could have a little bit more time with it you know um so yeah no it's all it's all happened very very on time it's just we had to rejig everything in order to make sure that we could still hit that target was actually the biggest the biggest challenge for us
0: nice yeah um is this sort of your first experience with launching a project this big Yes. Yeah. yeah. For sure. so, so nothing to compare it to, right? Cause I'm, I'm sort of thinking that you're, you know, we're all stuck indoors, mm-hmm. um, you know, can't really go and visit other people or go and do face-to-face meetings or interviews or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm wondering if you sort of have, have checked in with some, um, you know, some of your fellow actors and uh, creators to see sort of what their experience is was like outside of covid and and whether you're going through the same things that they are
1: yeah i mean it's pretty interesting like a lot of my actor friends um are digging into their own sort of toolbox and they're working on their demo reels or they're you know doing monologues online or you know things like that that are trying to keep them busy or they're writing they're they're you know i have a friend who um is working on a screenplay Um, But so many people, myself included, had projects that they were currently filming get put on hold um, right Mm -hmm. when this hit. So that's, you know, that's the hardest thing. Like when actors, you know, we work so hard to to get the job and then, you know, it has to get put on hold, which is a, a bit of a um, can we swear on this? I'm a bit of sure. a mind fuck. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah. So it's, it's been, it's been interesting, but I, I know for us, like we've been really fortunate to have all this, this work to do because it's kind of kept us out of that. Oh my God. Oh my God. What am I going to work again? Kind of, kind of vibe that a lot yeah, of my actor yeah. friends are going through. Yeah. Wow.
0: that's That's nuts. Yeah. Let's start from the beginning. When did you, how old were you when you really got started in acting i know theater was sort of your your gateway into all of this
1: yeah that's right um yeah i mean i honestly have acted and wanted to be an actor for as long as i can remember like i was begging my mom and dad to to you know let me be on tv and whatever that entailed when <laughs> i was like a kid like really really young yeah.
0: um were your parents it, in the business is that what it was that sort of attracted you or no
1: my no i i honestly don't know what it was it was just like this always like I was just born with this thing where I'm like I, I gotta do this thing my yeah. parents are both artists they're visual artists they're incredible visual artists so okay I grew up in a in an environment where that was creativity was always a part of that
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but I'm the only one in my family who's remotely interested in acting or pursuing acting or anything like that yeah um, but yeah theater they instead of get, getting me an agent they refused uh put me in <laughs> <laughs> Put me in drama camps and things like that. So, yeah.
0: Nice. And now, I, I guess before college, mm-hmm. track and field, were you, was that a high school thing?
1: Uh, no, that was more of a, gr- I kind of fell out of that in, in high school. Um, okay. It was more of a grade school thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I was on the track team until like grade eight and then high school. I, I don't know why. I, I honestly don't know why. I think I <laughs> I stopped because I got slower. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, <laughs> everyone got faster, parents. Everyone got it.
1: faster. Yeah, <laughs> I I remember the one of my last track meets because I was a sprinter. Okay. Um, one of my last track meets. I remember all of a sudden I was the smallest girl in my category, okay. and I was like, oh, they get bigger because I'm I'm you know. <laughs> I'm only five five which is like average height, but I guess for athletes, you know, that's that's typically on the smaller side, yeah. especially for runners. So,
0: yeah. Is that is that is that when you moved to horseback riding or
1: No, I was a horseback rider my whole um youth. Like I I did that since I was 6. Um and I actually oh, think wow. part it kind of went part and parcel with why I had such strong legs.
0: <laughs> to okay. To be honest. Yeah. It
1: much leg power to ride horses, so
0: Oh my goodness. And I read somewhere you're an ace, you're an ace circuit champ. Did I misread that? What does that mean? Yeah,
1: No, that's it. So it's like a, it's a, it's a type of uh, competition. So I, I did, I did uh, hunter jumper English riding. So it's like jumping over fences
0: um, in a ring, basically. Was that Um, like equestrian we see in the Olympics sometimes?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Except like little versions. So, you know, a couple feet high or whatever, four feet high. Okay. Um, so yeah, I did that. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's like a, a certain circuit of competition that kind of propels you farther. And instead of just doing these, like my my parents, it's like all or nothing. So if we're doing a thing, we're doing it the best kind of thing, you know? So, so yeah, it was like, that is the, the ring that you get. If you want to go to the Olympics, basically you're on that track as a kid. Oh, wow. So yeah, you have to do well. Like I I didn't always do well, but you you know, that's, if, if that's what you want to do, that's, that's the circuit you're doing.
0: Okay. Did everyone start jumping higher than you or faster than you? What was the? uh...
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like as you get older and you get a bigger pony and then a bigger horse and yeah, you end up jumping, jumping bigger fences. And um, I stopped, I stopped before it got pretty serious because it also gets very expensive. Like you kind of have to devote quite a substantial fee to, to sure. maintaining that and um my parents were able to do it for a bit and then it, it just gets extra like you have to like fly your horses and it's crazy like it's, yeah. yeah yeah yeah. like putting them on airplanes and i have a friend who went to florida for that and it's like yeah she's it, it's it's intense it's a lot oh, of wow. a lot of commitment yeah
0: wow yeah so so tell me was was theater always your first love or was that sort of a, a way to get to tv and movies
1: you know what? Theater was always my first love. And then okay. I but I realized as I graduated into uh, film and TV in the last like, five, six years, I actually had like a huge like I I did have a thing for film and TV. And I, I made my own like little movies when I was a kid. Okay. Um, and I think something about it intimidated me like something made me think I couldn't do it. I, and I don't know I don't know what that is. Like I, I, oh. I loved theater. And I still, you know, enjoy theater. But I I think there was something about me that was like afraid of the film and TV world a little bit. So it would
0: sound easy. Like theater would totally frighten me because it's like you're there in front of people. It's like, this is it, go and do it. (laughs) Yeah, totally cut or whatever What well, I don't know the the verbiage but
1: yeah yeah and scene yeah yeah,
0: scene. Okay, no, yeah. It,
1: <laughs> there's definitely something about theater that is like unlike anything else for that exact reason like you can't you if if something happens you're you're living in it in live time like that's that's where you're you are
0: yeah
1: um yeah and I I still I love theater and I think something happened in the last sort of like few years that I was pursuing it heavily and I just all of a sudden I got stage fright and like it, it was really? so bizarre yeah and this is after like 15 wow. years of doing it it's crazy I don't know yeah it was a nothing
0: happened there wasn't some sort of event
1: not really I think <sighs> I think I naturally was wanting to do like more film and tv and i think something happened in my body that just shifted me into that somehow i, I honestly like i still am trying to unpack that a little bit but it's yeah it's super okay. interesting
0: mm-hmm. yeah and, and so that was sort of your your push to go for television a little movies? bit
1: yeah i also I, I got cast in a in a, a short film that was at uh tiff in 2017 16, which one 17- was this It was called Ape Sodom. That's
0: that's that's a mind. You said whether we can swear on this. I so okay. So here's the. I've I've got a fourteen year old in the house. Okay. And uh and we got a small little place here. Yeah. And so I think I was watching it yesterday, last night. Yeah. So let me check this out. Let me check this project out that you worked on. And you can see the video. The door's behind me. <laughs> oh, no. And I think the door was open or something. Um, oh, God. And, and so I think at one point I go, I had to put it on pause and shut the door. I said, this is really, tell me about. I'm so thi-. sorry that happened. No, this is, it's funny though. It's like, I need to know aye, about, aye. about this project. Tell me about it.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Honestly, it's one of my favorite film it was so yeah it was my first like um sort of indie work. like I had done some like non-union stuff because we all as actors kind of go through you know you do like the docuseries and all that stuff and this was the first like indie film that I had done with like a real vision behind it you know yeah (laughs) and uh I auditioned um for it and I I didn't think I was gonna get it because I was like oh you know I had I had to like reschedule a trip and I you know Anyway, I get a call the next day that I that I got it, and and I was like, "This is I, it's so weird that it's like so up my alley." Like, I, I it's like a little bit dark, and it's really weird. And like, um, the director Maxwell McCabe locos is like an incredible. I don't know. He I don't know. He really just ran with this crazy idea he had. Yeah. And even in the in the TIFF screening in the in the Q and A, they he was like people were like so we don't really get it and and he's he's like yeah no I, I don't either and he wrote it <laughs> like, he's, <laughs> he's yeah it's it's just a weird little film that he got like really interesting ideas about he somehow you know pulled it together and it, it I I still really like the aesthetic of it like I think it's a bizarre it is you know it's it's unlike anything that I've ever done or seen since
0: so yeah it is yeah. I'm watching it I'm going it, it sort of reminded me I don't so Neil I'm, I'm a huge Neil Young fan love his music yeah. yeah and um you know he's put out a couple of movies like not just concert movies but there was one maybe a couple of years ago came out on Netflix that is uh, uh that Daryl Hanna directed and it's 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 just a strange movie yeah <laughs> okay. uh, and some uh, as as i'm watching as i'm watching your film last night i'm watching and i'm going okay this is I'm, I'm waiting for something to happen you know i
1: know or or like some sort of like catharsis at the end where you're like oh i get it like that's what this was about and
0: yeah but it's interesting that i watched it now and yeah. um you know you said the direct you said the guy who made the movie says yeah i don't get it either yeah. But as I'm watching it, it sort of reminded me of where we are today. Yeah. Where we're, there's a lot of people helping everyone. You know, people are helping people. Yeah. Whether they're your neighbors or family or just strangers. We, are, we're all, we all seem to gravitate mm-hmm. over the past eight weeks to helping people. Mm-hmm. And sort of that movie was almost like a, a, a reversal, a flip. Yeah. What happens when we treat people bad, when we take advantage of people
1: yeah yeah it has that sort of post-apocalyptic i've actually that's interesting you said that because i've thought about it since because it has that post-apocalyptic people are hoarding random pieces of material you know like there's just there's this weird you know like the in the garbage dump and all that stuff and and what we place value on
0: um
1: and i think that there is like even though the the main character who is that's maxwell like he's he's awesome um
0: Oh, he's the guy that gets. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That puts yeah. the
0: suit on and gets. Okay, that's
1: right. That's. I don't right. want to
0: spoil it for people. No, like, I know people gotta watch speech, it. It's. I You know. have to watch it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, it's. It's a ride, but yeah. So I think that there is something to still to be said about you know people with wanting to help and with kindness and where that kind of goes. But yeah. I don't know. We we could read into it all day, but there is there is something about what's happening now that I think.
0: That is crazy. So mm-hmm. was that your first screen project?
1: um no like i i did i did a bunch of like um you know when they, they they're like recreating ufo or like ghost sightings like okay stuff on discovery and and things like that like oh think it's sort of like a, a rite of passage for a lot of actors to kind oh, of, i didn't know
0: that was a thing okay
1: yeah like especially if if you're because i was non-union for a while and that's just sort ah. of some of the projects that are around okay. and um so that yeah apes autumn was like my first like out of that kind of world into more mainstream even though it's an indie project i mean it went to tiff so you know that was that was definitely my first experience with anything like that which was really cool that is
0: that yeah that's yeah Yeah. you got everyone's got to everyone's got to see it
1: yeah it's it's a uh, (laughs) a crazy film i think it's on vimeo or something like that it's It's on on
0: vimeo Yeah, yeah 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 um You've been on two really cool uh, shows, uh, Handmaid's Tale and Working Moms*, Mom. It's both filmed here. hmm um, Yeah. Well, I know Handmaid's Tale is in Toronto. hmm Yeah. Which is, which is weird to me because it, it's sort of, a po- again, a post-apocalyptic world. hmm And it's very dreary and it's gray and it's Toronto. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is... What does it say about our city today? <laughs> I
1: know. <laughs> well, and I think you know. For the most part, they shoot sort of like in the fall, which I guess we're losing some of our
0: sun at that point. But
1: yeah, yeah,
0: I know. How how was uh, I? I know you you just had a bit role. Yeah, yeah, uh, I did in that. But but tell yeah. me about uh, being on set for that.
1: Yeah, that was really cool. I um, what was interesting about it is so we were shooting in. Uh, an old part of Toronto and Rosedale and it's, it's kind of near where I grew up. And Mm -hmm. uh, what's cool is like a lot of the, the people that were driving around like by, cause it was, we were shooting outside um, for the most part. And people that would drive by and you know they they'd stop and they're like oh we love this show because you just recognize everybody in, in their like red habits right yeah yeah um, and that yeah that set I mean they it's just so cool watching such a huge team make something happen like that I think that's part of the magic of being on a set for me is like yeah you know they're they're reversing a shot and all of a sudden everybody just goes whoosh and like everything moves and it's 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 complete it's it's art it's incredible to watch that so that was really cool to see us uh a crew that size moving a set that big and
0: yeah how uh, many days were you on set for just
1: uh just one for handmaids yeah okay. just one. it was just yeah it was just a day player role was, okay, okay. Uh, that was actually one of my my early like moments of of like professional acting stuff too which was yeah cool. yeah
0: that must have been really cool
1: yeah
0: it was um and then i guess you go to i don't want to say the opposite because i love working moms yeah i know. I think it's a fresh funny oh my uh,
1: god
0: tv show and it's weird because cbc came out with like a a handful of these really cool shows you had schitt's creek kim's oh, convenience yeah. uh working moms just you know just funny funny shows
1: yeah
0: um but i am i'm guessing a smaller set team right
1: yeah, it uh I would I think they have again like two camera crews so like where we were shooting was like one camera team and then it was in a tiny little store in Leslieville which is near where I live now which is kind of cool. So um yeah, that was that was awesome and again like a really fun team. Um and the director of that Alisa Young I actually worked with again on um another project and yeah, she's just she's awesome and it was a really really fun little day for us all.
0: Oh, perfect, perfect. Yeah. Uh I I don't mean to go off on a rabbit uh, on a rabbit trail, but uh you're you're uh you're you're around the Leslieville neighborhood. Yeah. Um there's a bar there, Radical Road Brewery. Yes, yeah, yeah, I know it. Oh, you're familiar with it. Mhm, yeah. Fantastic. Very good friends uh of of mine. No way. Um yeah, one of the partners that owns that is and it's funny so I have a a second podcast. Okay called welcome to the music okay and pre-covid uh every tuesday evening we would record we would record our podcast in that little bar
1: oh no way yeah. oh it's such a great spot they make Us. yeah good food good beer it's a yeah it's an awesome little spot
0: yes and they've done well actually during this uh pandemic. Have they? they ran out of they actually ran out of beer they were selling people would pick up and order beer from them oh i love um, that Yeah. So they had to close for a couple of days to, uh, to restock. So, uh, so it was all good. It was all good. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a great place, but, um, yeah. yeah, Tell me, tell me about work, uh, working, working on, uh, (laughs) working moms. How was that? How was that experience for you?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it was, it was awesome and it was a really fun little team. Again, it was just like a one, one day, one off scene. I actually don't think that scene made it in which is really sad because yeah yeah, i mean that happens all the time sure sure um but it 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 was sad because it was a great little they i i think they ended up changing the entire plot of the episode that i was uh, in okay um but yeah it was it was uh it was fun it was like i was a shop owner and it was uh yeah, it it was good. And I got to work with Dennis, who is, uh, he He was like the working mom's dad, the like one guy who is more of a stay-at-home dad than anybody else. Oh, okay,
0: and, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and he, I, it was around the time that he had shaved his eyebrows. So it was like a, a really bizarre, or did he shave his eyebrows? Or they burned off or waxed them off? Or I don't know. So, so, I think they made, yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, but it was a fun scene and I was so bummed yeah. that he didn't make it in. But yeah. That was again early days for me, and I I, sure. realized, I realized afterwards that that actually happens a lot. Like things yeah. have to get cut.
0: Yeah. So. Now I know your uh, your project uh, Avocado Toast. Mm-hmm. Five years in the making, is that true?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, it'll be five years this summer. It's like four four and a bit right now. Yeah. So
0: like, so what happened five years ago? What happened five summers ago?
1: Well, I met Heidi Lynch, my yeah. partner. She's yeah, she's um she is incredible i think you're interviewing her as well for yes. this at some point right yep yep so she and i were in theater we were working on a play together um in port dover which is near here and um i was a uh, I was there a lot like i spent a lot of summers out there doing doing shows in their summer stock and their season okay and uh I knew that I was going out there and I had just met Heidi like very briefly before um, we had two shows that crossed over at a different theater company. Okay. Um, and I just really liked her and I was like, Oh, like, I, I, I don't know why, but I'm just like, I want to, I, I think I want to like share a house with you when we live in this random <laughs> small town, like, and let me tell you, that is not me. Like I'm a very private person. I'm not like, I need my space. Don't be near my space when I need my time, you know? Sure. And uh, no, I just I was like I just fell in friend love with her. Like I was just like I adore you. So we shared a a house um, with this like ridiculous woman <laughs> named Anne. Who, yeah, it's a whole other story. <laughs> um, but she owned the place. And then yeah, and while we were there. Heidi, um, and she'll allow- I'll leave room for her to elaborate a little bit more on sure, this. Sure, sure. Uh, she, she realized that she was in love with a woman for the first time. So she was like grappling with her sexuality. and like, Oh,
0: so this is like a true thing. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah.
1: Um, and then like, I don't know, a week and a half into rehearsal, um, I got a call from my family and my, my parents were getting divorced out of the blue. So my whole world like blew open. I didn't know what to do, but like I'm rehearsing a show. So I can't just stop. Like I can't just stop so that I can collapse, you know? Yeah. And Heidi and I just were there for each other and we laughed a lot. And, you know, we drank cider on the porch at night after our shows. And, you know, we just, you know, made, made the best of a really strange life-changing situation um, and yeah it, we after that we were we realized we had this like really great chemistry and we wanted to keep working together and writing together and avocado toast was born <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Did you what why do you so I mean just fascinating stories both uh, you and Heidi in terms of the uh, the impetus for uh, for the for the show Mm -hmm. um was it always that subject matter that you guys wanted to create or you just wanted to work together and this was like well why don't we just write about this crazy thing that have been happening to us
1: yeah a little bit of both I think like we yeah we I think initially what drew us was that we wanted to write a like not about but using our, our chemistry together like what that like what was making us laugh. We were like, I think other people will laugh what, what, what's making us laugh and our dynamic yeah. and all this stuff. Um, but then, yeah, when we sat down to write, we were like, well, we have these two things that are just so weird and different than anything I've ever seen. And like, how do we make those things come together was basically what we were trying to figure. Cause it's like, you know, one character and the other character has to do with more of her parents. And it just, it was a, it was a bit of a, A puzzle to try and figure out how to like put that together yeah Mm
0: -hmm. tell me about the name
1: (laughs) well um so this is like i don't know version three of what we were going to initially call the show
0: ah what was the first few names
1: uh oh man we had a name that was it was like I still don't know the actual because we'd always mix it up. So it was like "by the by" or "by and by" or something. Um, uh. But it was like "by" is and bisexual, and then uh. "by" is in like "by" like goodbye. Ah, yeah. uh. so we were trying to like mix those two things up. Uh by and by. Okay, I get it. I get it. Um, but. Like we couldn't even remember the title. We're like (laughs) by the by, by and (laughs) by. Like nobody got it. Yeah. And then uh, I think the next version was called Swing because it's like the swing of like your life-changing sort of
0: idea. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then we were looking at our themes, and our themes are sort of like involving baby boomers and millennials and what that is. And um, around the same time, there was a, a article that came out in the Globe and Mail about avocado toast and millennials not being able to afford houses because they're spending all their money on avocado toast which is just like such an out-of-touch way of looking at the world like yeah if that's really why you think we can't buy houses like (laughs) um so yeah so Heidi was like oh my god we should call our show avocado toast so yeah that's kind of how it was born okay it's, it's since become a, a bit of an seo nightmare on searches so we're you know auto ah. toast the series
0: ah yes but uh yeah well i was going to ask you because um as i was doing my research your website is more than just here's the show it's that like you guys like are interviewing people that helped make the show yeah people that have contributed music to the show mm-hmm. Um so yeah is that all an s c o play or is that just a long term building of of community I'm, I'm I'm really curious about that
1: yeah i th- i first and foremost i think we are huge advocates of supporting other artists because okay you know artists in general are i just think like we're so vital to society and and what we're you know what what we need in order to survive like i mean people are figuring out ways to create theater online. It's so tragic right now without, you know, culture happening and things That's like right. that. yeah. Um, so the fact that we were able to employ such an incredible team of artists in their own right, um, and the musicians that we were able to license their songs. And I think we just really wanted to make it, you know, like tell their, have them tell their stories as well. And, um, and ha- how it all contributed to make our story telling happen. Yeah. Um, the benefit is that because that's happened, like obviously that does contribute to SEO, but it, it was never, okay. it was never like a, a play on that. It was just like, oh great. And now we can link this and this and this, but sure, sure. I just want people to, we, man, we had an incredible team. There is no way that we could have made what we made without the people that were on our team. Like they're incredible human beings so
0: I recognized is it is it Meg or Meg
1: Meg Ruffman yeah yeah I, I, yeah I saw
0: her and I go I've seen this face before
1: yeah did you right? figure out from where
0: Can, Canadian TV is all I could come up with
1: yeah I, yeah I,
0: she, I, I cheated and I think like Anne of Green Gables maybe or something like yeah, that yeah right? she was
1: on Anne of Green Gables and she was on Road to Avonlea which was my yeah. growing up like my favorite show of all time okay i yeah i was obsessed with road Downly.
0: so then tell me about having her like approaching her getting her to to play yeah Is it your mom does she play your mom Hi, she plays heidi's mom heidi's mom okay
1: yeah or I, molly's mom he, uh, heidi's okay character. um but yes yeah, she so she she and heidi are actually really good friends ah um they did a play together uh, i don't know how many years ago just before heidi and i met like maybe six or seven years ago um, yeah, she's awesome. And so I met her through Heidi and she was involved in the project from way back, like a different, uh, sort of version of this back when it was, I don't know, one of the other names, Yeah, <laughs> but she, yeah, meeting her, I was fully starstruck. Like when I first met her, I was like, Oh my God, it's <laughs> like, I couldn't talk. And, but she's an incredible person as well. Like she has an incredible uh, house out in the country and she knits and she reads tarot cards and she wow. yeah she's amazing she's
0: amazing that's amazing it must have been like just a phenomenal experience for you to have one of your heroes from the screen being yeah. your project
1: yeah totally no I loved her from way back
0: you might so you play you in the show and Heidi plays herself is that sort of well... or, or did you switch it <laughs> no no yeah talk?
1: like it's our no no no. it's our storylines if that's okay. what you're saying like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah like um Elle is Elle is my character and she her parents are getting divorced okay and then Molly um is Heidi's character and she's grappling with her sexuality yeah. and okay yeah, yeah yeah
0: did you I don't know if you're on did you talk to your parents about hey you guys are in the in a in a TV show now
1: <laughs> well I mean, I flipped, I flipped the story. So it's, you know, my, yeah, the, what happened, it's, it's flipped. So I, you know, sure. we also wanted it to make it about women. So that was the, that was a big thing in mother daughter relationships. And, okay. um, but yeah, there's, there's definitely been moments where I'm like, man, like, I don't know how I would feel if there's this big thing that happened and my kid decided to go make a series about it you know yeah yeah. but i'm telling it from my perspective of it when i when i was angry and sad and heartbroken and um not knowing how to process it right and i think what we've done is try and give a flip side of it as well so it's not just we're not just hammering on you know or Elle's parents you know saying like you did this bad and this is wrong like we are showing the other side of it yeah um and that that came with years in between and perspective and sure yeah
0: cool yeah. Are they happy mm-hmm. are they excited for you
1: yeah they are okay they are. they're really supportive <laughs> yeah it's gonna be weird when it comes out because like it it kind of like there's a bit more payoff for the for the parents roles Oh, part part way through the the series versus like uh, off the top, we're kind of just right into L's kind of myopic yeah. thinking. Um, but there, yeah, I hopefully they'll. I mean, they will watch the whole thing,
0: but hopefully nice. they will
1: <laughs> hang
0: in there's, there. There's there's it's it's uh, the production on it. It's just amazing. And, you know, just oh, it's phenomenal. I'm watching it go like this. This, you know, nothing bad to say about out out TV go, but as a watching boy like why isn't this right away on Netflix or you know thank you you know what I'm saying like it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. great production
1: thank you well we I mean it took us we were knocking on doors and hammering through walls for years to try and get somebody to pay attention to us because we are you know first time filmmakers on this scale yeah um and so without a huge body of work you know it's it's hard to get even a nod but OTV has been an incredible partner for us. And I, I know what you're saying, just like, you know, Netflix, but Netflix isn't just handing out, of know, course, you know, stuff. And um, OTV was just, they believed in us from the day that we brought it to them. They connected us with our uh, head producer, Charlie David, uh, from Border to Border Entertainment. And he's an, he's been an incredible mentor and kind of leader for us. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's been, I mean... Hopefully from here, you know, we can attract more partners and different, you know, allies and that, but it's, uh, yeah.
0: it's,
1: it's, be, it's been, it, it's been our, our vision to have it look the way that it does from day looks one.
0: Great so far. Thank yeah. you.
1: Yeah. You're and welcome. it's funny how many people are like, no, you have to make it like this. You have to make it shorter. You have to make it cheaper. You have to, and we're like, no, we're, this is what we want.
0: <laughs> yeah. You must've learned a lot because, oh dude, you know, you, you you're writing it, you're playing in it. Yeah. you're you're like out t v go in Canada Amazon prime is it just in the states or the rest of the world?
1: yeah, so the way that it's working is we're out t v go uh right as of the eighteenth and Amazon prime hopefully around the same time shortly after, same with apple t v on the out t v go channel, yeah um, and then the rest of the world is yeah through through uh Vimeo or Amazon or any of the other channels that are on our website
0: yeah, and the funding partners that you have um seo you got to learn about that like you know (laughs) as 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 you're doing theater
1: yeah you know
0: in port dover did you ever think i better learn seo
1: no (laughs) (laughs) we we wanted to make a web series because we were like oh we'll just make a little show like that seems approachable you know like that's something we can handle and it's just turned in it's it's a full-fledged series really like the amount of when did
0: you know when did you know it was going to be bigger than just something that people could watch on youtube or something
1: i think it for some reason i'm thinking about people that have like built houses or done renovations that you think you're just going to do the bathroom right you're like just going to start (laughs) (laughs) and then the next thing you know there's a you know you have a wall left and they're rebuilding the whole thing like i don't think it happened immediately it was like it happened gradually and then all of a sudden we're looking at this project and we're like holy shit this is huge like this you know and I, honestly it's because we just didn't compromise our vision
0: yeah
1: just, yeah like it we had a vision and didn't know what it would take and we just kept going
0: after that that's awesome mm-hmm. um you know we talked a little bit about some o- other shows um that, that have come out you know specifically on cbc and, and one of them you know Shits creek yeah uh, that just ended yeah um, it started as a different show than the way it ended yes right I agree it it started as a comedy um I I mean it still was but it started like it was heavily comedy making fun of you know the name and the characters were all quirky Mm -hmm. um and it wasn't until maybe I don't know season three maybe Mm -hmm. um where it still was very funny but it became very serious right like they they talked about sexuality about acceptance yeah um I'm really interested in your thoughts around the impact that shows like that to an extent, I think working moms as Mm -hmm. well, because it's strong female leads in that whole uh, series, you know, even, um, you know, Kim's convenience, it's, it's, uh, you know, minority leads and that, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the impact of shows like this on, on topics such as sexuality about acceptance and, and stuff. So I'm curious Mm -hmm. on your thoughts.
1: Yeah. Like how, how it's sort of gravitating into that. And yeah, um, yeah, well, I think, and honestly, I think it, it comes back for, for me. And I think Heidi would say the same thing about representation. Um, there's a, there's a real need and, and, and call for representation, especially from the LGBT plus community. Um, and I, I just think, you know, even for me, when I, you know, was in I was 31 or something and, you know, going through what I was going through with my parents' divorce, I I didn't know how to feel normal about that. Like nobody prepares you for being in your early thirties, you know, having your family get ripped apart quite like that. Yeah. And I think that there's just the more people that are willing to sort of create community and talk about that um, just creates more demand for it. But also, you know, like as soon as someone's like, oh, that's me." the the community gets bigger and bigger and bigger and then more shows you know want to sort of touch in on that like there's there's a huge um sort of bisexual storyline thing that's happening in in media right now that wasn't present five years Mm. ago like we don't we didn't have anything to look at for that
0: no for sure um
1: you know and so yeah i just i think i think with shows it, it it almost becomes a for us it's like we want to laugh, but we want to be able to share what we're actually feeling as well. And, you know, we can do that with laughter and that becomes a medicine, but like, let's actually talk about what's going on as well.
0: That's really interesting. It's Heidi that has the the production company, right? Or is, is that you as well? Well, we,
1: so Guts and Gall is our joint production company Gall. with okay. uh, with Charlie David um, that we, we created as a sister company under his his border-to-border entertainment company. Oh, okay, okay. So this is our first project, but under his quite successful larger yeah. company. Um, so this will be our, our, our first show under that title, but we already have like five more in the pipeline that we're... Oh. For okay. developing.
0: So, That's amazing. Yeah, it, it's kind of nonstop. But are, yeah. you, are you more interested in behind the camera, in front of the camera, doing both simultaneously? Tell me about that.
1: Well, both. Um, and I, I have like a, a baby production company that I, because I'm an editor as well. And I, I edited the show with uh, my friend Anna Catley. Um, so I, I sort of was doing um, smaller scale, like promotional videos and stuff like that for some companies. And um, That sort of thing. So I really do love being behind the camera on on a lot of like producing and show running and writing and editing and all that stuff. And I think I would like to at some point try directing. But I will tell you, I will not do all of those things all at the same time. For again, <laughs> like it was. Very important for us to, to do that. Um, yeah, you guys
0: had a vision, right? So. We had
1: a vision. Well, yeah, but it, wasn't, it was not like we also just wanted to do it. Like we wanted to get our hands dirty in our own project. Yeah. Um, but now we've found an incredible team of people who were really happy to start passing things off to. Um, yeah, it was, it's, I mean, we're still working. Like we haven't stopped. Like, and we will keep working until the end of this month on this project. So. Yeah. You know, once you hire people, you can kind of take a breather here and there and work sure. on other stuff. So
0: mm-hmm. that's amazing. Well, listen, congratulations on that. I'm really looking forward uh, to watching it. Is it going to be like all? How many episodes, by the way, are in this?
1: It's ten. Ten, 10 episodes. episodes. Yeah, they're each about. They're between sort of eleven and fifteen minutes. They vary all, a little bit. But.
0: All released at the same time at once, or all will at be... the same
1: time, all on the eighteenth.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So, on we, the 18th. so I can binge. You can binge it, yeah on yeah. May the, on may the eighteenth that's right um what like, so what happens on May the nineteenth for you
1: <laughs> well, I'm hoping I'm gonna get some sleep, We'll see how, how my, our, the thing is it's like my team, Charlie and Heidi, and I like we're all super driven a type people, so it's like even when we should be taking a break, we're not, yeah, which is insane, um but yeah i think I think the nineteenth we're gonna you know keep keep pushing what aspects we need to in the marketing world but you know I think we'll, we'll all take a big deep breath and
0: say you know yeah. okay we did the thing <laughs> that is awesome yeah. um so what's like what's next mm-hmm. after this I know yeah. you said five things in the pipe
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're all still, you know, applying, Charlie's put in a couple more projects for, uh, funding applications. And Heidi is working on a a doc series that she she'll talk to you about a little bit more, I'm sure. Um, and, uh, there's a a show that she's been writing, I think with Meg Ruffman, don't quote me on that, but I think she's writing it, um, that I'll be involved in in some capacity, uh, down the road. Um, but yeah, for me personally, I, I have a, a feature that I, I wanted to write and I started writing and then, you know, this happened and I, I just stopped and I intermittently have gone back to it. So I, I'm looking forward to having some brain space. Creativity needs brain space, right? You yeah. need to have a bit of a bit of time with yourself. So yeah, I'm just looking forward to kind of seeing where that leads and, and what other projects sort of fall in, into the the world that we've created
0: be yeah and we're and, writing a season two so <laughs> yeah amazing. yeah
1: yeah that'll that'll happen i almost forgot about that yeah that'll
0: happen. so so I, like i i don't know this world that you live in mm-hmm. um so is that is that something that out tv sort of yeah let's do season two we're ready to jump in
1: yeah, there's been talks about that already. So That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh we'll see how we how it all comes down. We actually had a discussion today that we're like, can we just finish season one before we start talking about season two? But we know <laughs> that season two is happening. So yeah, it'll oh, really make it happen.
0: That must make you so happy.
1: It does. It does. Yeah. It really does. It's like yeah, it's it's always going to be interesting to see like how all the parts come together. You know, we we still need other funding and stuff like that, but it's it's uh yeah, it's all it's all shaken down again. So yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's very. Exciting. Um, I I know you've been busy with this show for the mm-hmm. past eight weeks, getting ready for it, you know, doing interviews like this. Mm-hmm. But do times like this that we're in pandemic? Do these? Does this time inspire you to your creativity at all? Um,
1: I would love to say yes, because I think typically, if I wasn't so full on with, with the, this current project, I think that's exactly what it would do. Like it's, it, it allows, you know, people time and space that they wouldn't normally be given. And I think that there's a lot of really interesting stories that are coming out of it. You know, when I, when I look online or social media and I'm just seeing really interesting ideas that are coming up. Um, with the way society is right now and, and how we're all having to shift our focus. Um, but v- very frankly, I think what's happening is it's all getting stored in my subconscious and I'm in a very like linear thinking brain right now. And yeah, for me personally, I, I, I think it'll come out once I stop for a second, but yeah, I think typically like if, if this wasn't at if if avocado toast wasn't at the forefront of what I'm doing, I I would definitely be in a creative zone for sure.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. Do you and Heidi ever talk about uh, five years ago working Port Dover (laughs) and saying, see, we're so, we we made a good decision to live together.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, totally. Sometimes we do for sure. It's, yeah, it's one of those random things that you're like, I can't believe I made that decision. And then it, yeah, it's like you look back and you like follow the fence posts and you're like, wow, that's incredible.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Perry, congratulations on all of this and and best, best, uh, best wishes on, uh, on an amazing May 18th. Thank you. And uh, all the success for this, for this show. Uh, we talked a bit about the website. What's the, what's the website there so people can go and check it out?
1: Yeah. So it's www.avocadotoasttheseries.com. Um, and even if you type in anything sort of close to that, it'll redirect you because we find. made sure of that. So, <laughs> yeah. but that's the official, that's the official. And you can follow us on Instagram at, at avocado toast series. Uh, lots of fun stuff happening on there right now.
0: So. That's so cool. May 18th out TV May 18th. go. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Perry, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thank you, Kareem. It was so much fun. I really appreciate it.